Hi and welcome back. I'm going to begin reading the book New Age Management Philosophy from Ancient Indian Wisdom by V. Srinivasan. It's a summary on the Tirukkural. Though management as a practice is very old as a subject it has evolved in a big way only in the last 50 years. Today there are a number of management gurus who have extensively studied the subject and developed a number of theories relating to it. However, we do not find many ancient books that have codified thoughts pertaining to management. The Tirukkural is an exception despite being 2000 years old. The Tirukkural is a treatise on the art of living born out of Tamil culture. Its author Valluvar was a genius who came from Tamil Nadu, a culturally rich state in the southernmost part of India. Having examined and analyzed in detail all aspects of life, Valluvar separated the fleeting from the enduring. His endeavor was to distill the essence of his ruminations into a treatise on the art of living. The Tirukkural's eternal and universal appeal lies in its secular character, clarity of thought, depth of understanding, penetrating insights and Valluvar's capacity to present his views in an extremely generalized and universally applicable form. Considered the Tamil Veda, the Tirukkural consists of 1330 aphorisms grouped into 133 chapters of 10 couplets each. Each couplet is called the Kural. These simply fall into three sections. The first on virtue has 38 chapters. The second on wealth is the longest and has 70 chapters covering the entire area of state, its polity, economy, etc. The third part deals with love and has 25 chapters. Each Kural is poetically crafted with just seven apt words while the rhythm and beauty of the words are mesmerizing the contents and message are thought provoking viewed from a management perspective one can say that while the first part is on the management of the self the second is on the management of the state or organization this and the last section covers the management of man woman relationship Though there are different schools of thought regarding the exact period to which Valluvar belonged there is wide acceptance of the view that he lived about 2000 years ago The literature on Tirukkural is vast it has been translated not only in English but in other languages as well However most of these books link to Tirukkural to literature and philosophy not to business and leadership in general I was first introduced to the Tirukkural during my early days of schooling in Tamil Nadu and Pondicherry where I was a part of where it was part of the Tamil cur- curriculum right through school and even college we used to learn about 20 kurals each year covering various subjects during those times the Tamil teachers who taught the Tirukkural viewed it as you viewed it from a pedagogic standpoint simply as a piece of literature characterized by good grammar beauty of words rhythm attracted by the rhythm and nuances of the words used and their grammatical structure which made retention easy 
I memorized a number of Qurals during my school days. Even without understanding their full meaning and depth. In the late 60s and the early 70s, all public transport buses in Madras, now called Chennai, were painted with Qurals, which further helped me memorize them. After completing my studies in mathematics and accountancy, I started my career in the late 70s. For the first three years, I worked under my father, late N. Venkatraman, a practicing chartered accountant, and later joined ICICI Group. Although I joined the group at the junior management level, I had the opportunity of moving to the middle and senior level management over the period of 20 years and become the ND, MD of 3i Infotech, formerly ICICI Infotech in 1999. I was also corporate secretary of ICICI which for about five years. During my career with the organization, I've had the privilege of working closely with leaders like Viva Gul and Kivi Kamath. And the Gul um, has been a career banker for almost 50 years and has reached the top positions with banking with State Bank of India, Bank of India, ICICI Bank. He was one of the three advisors to the president of the World Bank, KV Kamath, transformed ICICI from the project finance institution to a universal bank that has won several awards, including the Asian Business Leader Award. As corporate secretary, to the board of ICICI, I also had the privilege of attending the board meetings of ICICI, interacting with dynamic leaders like N. R. Narayanamurthy, chairman of Infosys, and S. Seshasai, MD of Ashok Leland, Ashok Ganguly, former chairman of Hindustan Lever, and several other top-notch professionals. I've attended the executive development program at Kellogg School of Management where I had the opportunity of interacting with leaders such as Bala Bala Chandran. I have been part of several forums and seminars on leadership and management where world-renowned leaders like Jack Welch, CEO of GE, Louis Gerstner, former CEO of IBM, was responsible for the com- company's turnaround and Bill Clinton, former United States president, have spoken about leadership. I've also read several books on leadership and management, including, including those written by Peter Drucker, Stephen Covey, Jeffrey Moore, to name a few. As CEO of 3i Infotech, which has grown in nine years to USD 500 million company with over 7,000 people with operations spread across 50 countries and five continents. I have had the opportunity to understand for myself what management is and what constitutes leadership. I've also had the opportunity to interact with people from multicultural and multi-ethnic backgrounds. These associations and interactions have given me an in-depth understanding of the essential elements of leadership and management. The Qurals I mentioned were always at the back of my mind when I came across different interactions, events and experiences in my official career. I started wondering how 
I could correlate one kural to another to any situation in business, for example, meetings and meetings without decisions. In today's business, we waste valuable time in endless discussions. Most of meetings are postponed without any decisions. Quite often, even when a decision is taken, the implementation is postponed indefinitely. This subject finds its place in the Tirukural in a chapter relating to conduct of affairs. The end of all deliberation is to arrive at a decision. And when a decision is reached, it is wrong to delay its execution. If only modern-day managers followed this principle, we would see tremendous gains. Selection of the right people for the job. It is pertinent to ask why some businesses run well while most do not. Most initiatives taken by government as well as private initiatives fail. Everybody will concur that this is due to putting untested people in command of the job. On several occasions, people who are good at something are put in charge of a completely different task where they fail to perform. In the chapter relating to testing men for reliability, the Tirukural says, Never trust men without testing them, and after testing them, give each one of them the work for which they are fit. If only one of us follows this principle religiously, the world would be a completely different place. In this connection, Colin Turner's observation in his book, Lead to Success, is worth noting. It is bizarre that intelligent executives who are supposed to have a sense of personal responsibility do not have role clarity. This does what is of vital importance is getting the right people in the right role with the right understanding at the outset. Choosing right sales and marketing heads. We say that employees are the eyes and ears of an enterprise. They establish the contact between the organization and the outside world. The perception about an organization is created by the behavior of its employees, including senior management. For an organization to win and sustain itself in business, it has to send the right kind of signals to its stakeholders and customers. This applies especially to the salespeople who are ambassadors of a company. The Tirukural says, the essential qualities of ambassadors, sales and marketing executive are as under. Conciseness of speech, sweetness of tongue, and a careful eschewing of all disagreeable language are the most essential qualities by which an ambassador, which is a salesperson, can work towards his master's organization's profit. Let the man go on embassies who possesses common sense, learning, and a commanding presence. If every organization selects its sales and marketing heads based on this criteria, it is certain that they can attain higher levels of success. Premature Disclosures In today's world, a lot of thought is given to communication and its timing. Once something is communicated or disclosed, certain obstacles arise due to problems created by vested interests. The Tirukural says, The man of action lets his purpose appear only when the purpose is achieved. 
for an untimely disclosure may create obstacles that cannot be surmounted. Intelligence We see several top executives, including CEOs, not being fully aware of what is happening in the organization and around them. The importance of right management, information systems, and intelligence is neither understood nor appreciated fully. In the chapter on intelligence, the Tirukkura lays down, it is the duty of the prince to learn everything that happens to every person within his kingdom every day. Moral and Ethical Values Next one. Ethical and moral questions have become major issues in today's corporate governance. Across the world, various regulatory bodies are trying to ensure that the conduct of top-level executives conforms to the highest levels of moral and ethical standards. In spite of this, we see that many top-level company executives and government officials do not follow accepted moral and ethical standards. There have been several accounting scams involving big corporations, the sex scandals involving top executives of companies, and even top-ranking government officials. In this connection, the Tirukural lays down, let the thing you decide to do be above reproach, for the world looks down upon the man who stoops to to a thing that is beneath himself. I found that the Tirukural, particularly the section on wealth, covers almost the entire gamut of business management and leadership. Once we substitute the references to king and prince with CEO, the reference to kingdom with company, and reference to enemy as competitor, I found this exercise both interesting and insightful. The urge I felt to make the resulting inferences known in detail culminated in this book. I've decided the book into I've divided the book into two broad sections, management and leadership. In many places I have pointed out the similarities between the Tirukural concepts and those enunciated by current day management gurus such as Peter Drucker, Stephen Covey, David Cottrell and Colin Turner. The list of books referred to by me is given at the end of the book and I would like to thank their authors and publishers. Likewise, I would also like to thank V. Srinivasan for putting this book together so I can get to read it. Thanks for listening and I will start the first chapter of this book, Thirukural and I next thank you for listening